What's up, everyone? Welcome to the NG Ingwen Show. My name is John Drummond, or Young Howland. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG Ingwen. 我是 Stephanie. 今天的来宾 Brian 是一位影片制作、布洛克以及英文的美食评论家。接下来就让我们来欢迎 Brian. I am joined today by the multi-talented Mr. Brian Wong. Brian is a Video producer. He is a blogger. He is an incredible English food critic and influencer here in Taiwan. So, everyone, please welcome Brian. Wow, thank you. That intro is, you know, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. Boom. But、um, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here and yeah, and to meet you in person finally. Likewise, Brian.、Yeah. You know, we got to meet through our wonderful co-host Steph and. Just getting to hear about your level of passion for what you do and the professional level you 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 put your the care into what you do, I just love, and I can't wait to share more about your story and your plans for twenty twenty three. Yes, awesome. excited to share. Yeah, man. So, do you think you could give a high level? Who is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian? Okay, my name is Brian.、Um, I am Taiwanese first and foremost, and I moved to Canada when I was six years old. So I lived in Vancouver for twenty twenty three years of my life there, and I moved back to Taiwan in twenty thirteen, around that time. When you came back to Taiwan, you kind of stumbled upon what has become your your passion project, your career. Now, would you say? Yeah, right yeah. now. Can you share a little bit of what is that? Right now, I'm doing.、Um, I have a、um, Instagram page called Taiwan Food Attic, and、um, I'm currently、um, doing a lot of food projects on that and trying to help restaurants、uh, promote their、uh, food through my platform right now. Yeah, so Taiwan Food Addict, great name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, during, when I create that name,、uh, I didn't even know what would come out of it, but I just, I, I actually went to Instagram and. And I, 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 I named twenty some Instagram handles that nobody use uses at that time, and I start crossing out the ones that sound terrible, and ends up Taiwan Fanatic. That's the one. It sounds right. I love it. Yeah, and it was so selfless in the way that you know you didn't make it about your name or anything like that. You're like, no, actually, this is for Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want to be like mysterious. I don't want to. To reveal my identity or my name, or Uh-oh. things like that. But I don't mind. I don't mind that now. But when I created, I was trying to be anom- anomalous, and I was trying to be trying to behind the scene, and I didn't give my name or my identity or my sex, who I am, that kind of stuff. But I know eventually, it's、uh, this is I'm I'm gonna get known somehow one day. Yeah, and then I can bring you onto the show. Boom.、Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Brian. Well, could you take us through a little bit of What is it like to be a, a food influencer? What What do you care about? What's so important to you? And and what What's a way you can share the culture of Taiwan to international people and even to Taiwanese? I think first and foremost, I I put myself like a, in a curious George hat. Um, I you have to curious George. I love that. Great reference. Yes,、yeah, yeah. Steph. Let's reference that. Curious George is one of the you know it's you have to be curious about something to be passionate about something. So I I as an influencer you go into these restaurants. I'm not here to eat really. I I want to get to know the chef or the owner because sometimes the owner and the head chef are the same people are the same person actually, and I want to 
I invite them out and say, I want to interview you. What's your story? What's your background about this dish that you, you you made? Or why are you connected to this restaurant? What made you passionate about this? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, right now is the most th- important thing that I care about as an influencer um, compared to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. The, the story of the chef or the owner of the restaurant and why they do what they do. Yes. Yeah, it's it's really, it's cool. It's connecting back to your earlier profession of working in journalism. And, oh, yeah. you know, I, I feel like because you were an incredible cameraman, camera operator right. in Canada, you got to go out on in the field with reporters and see that story. 2,000 of them. 2,000. seven years span. Oh, my gosh. That's it, a lot of... Yeah, and I just connected right now. Like, wow, you saw... The, the story-making process so well, and now you embody that. And on top of us, on top of um, of uh, being a cameraman in Vancouver, I had to report. Uh, I had to edit the the news piece with the ed- with the journalists inside as editing suite. And I did I don't know maybe almost a thousand of them of that too. So you know you know about the importance of storytelling through. So so well said. I I think. Something that I want to focus on more in 2023 is storytelling, and right. I, I think that's it's so important. And for you to have an incredible Instagram that talks about food, it's how can you actually tell the story of food and, and the people who create the food? And someone who might consume that is like, yeah, I want to go now to that restaurant. Yeah, because a lot of um, um, it's missing now in in Instagram where everybody's just taking pictures of the videos, but um, oftentimes. The the owner or the owner or the head chefs are left out. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're. I I want to come in and promote you. It's about you. It's never about me. And I feel like that's like something that's really missing now in twenty in today's uh, social media world. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So to to kind of summarize that there for you all, you're saying to focus on the story of the chef, because a lot of times now influencers. No disrespect to them, but they focus on just the food and making it look good and, right. and all that, which is still a, a nod and appreciation of them, yeah. of the chef. But actually, you want to highlight the chef's story or right. the owner's story. Right. Oh, that's that's the thing that I wanted to build more on this year. Brian is my friend. He's also a Taiwanese. But he's been living in the United States for about 23 years. He's been living in the United States for about 23 years. He's been living in the United States for about 23 years. 那现在 Brian 在经营一个 IG 美食账号，叫做 Taiwan Food Addict。那主要是帮餐厅推广他们的食物。那其实一开始创这个账号的时候是想要匿名的，所以他完全没有透露自己的名字、性别跟长相。那当然，他知道在某个时刻总是会被认出来的。像现在，他就觉得没关系。那刚 Brian 提到的 Curious George 就是一个知名儿童书中的主角。他的名字之所以叫 Curious George， 就是因为他非常的好奇。那让 Brian 用 Curious George 来比喻自己，也试着一直保有好奇心去探索。那虽然他是以美食为主，但他并不是单纯为了吃而已。他想要认识他们的工作人员、主厨或是老板，他会想要理解他们的故事背景，或是为什么会开这间餐厅。这其实才是他在乎的东西。这跟他早期在新闻业 （journalism） 蛮有关系的，因为他以前是一位跟着记者 （reporters） 的摄影师 （cameraman）。并且当了七年，也做过超过两千多个采访。那除了当摄影师之外，他也得跟他们一起剪辑影片。那因此，他知道说故事的重要性。我们就继续听接下来专访吧。Yeah, and you were telling me a little bit off air 
What are you focusing on next for 2023? I think this year, uh, well, everyone knows that Instagram now is about reels. Yes. Re- and reels is vi- um, means video. So um, I have so many ideas I want to launch this year about, vi- in particular about video. And I would like to launch something like what I think I would call it Chef's Profile. That's one of the many things I might be doing this year. I will be doing that, Mike. I will be doing this year. And I want to go into the restaurant, film the head chef. What what does he do behind the scene, like pre- prepping or, you know, come up with new menu ideas? I want to show a lot of those things. I want to put those on my page to show my audience, like, wow, what goes on behind the scenes hmm. inside the restaurant? And what goes on be- when they decide to create this dish? I want to do some- something like that. I-, I love it, and it's making me excited. I want to watch. <laughs> right. <I'm- laughs> I hope you can create a cool series about this. <laughs> you, you, you know, uh, I was asking myself a couple months ago, you know, I ha- I'm my first audience. I create my own video. I'm my own first audience. If something that I love and passionately love and that video really rocks, then I want to share. If something isn't, like, up to par or something like that, then I'm, well, I'm not going to post it. Mm. Some, it's, not, it's not good enough. I want to produce the best stuff. That's that's a great tip, Brian. I think for all of us content creators out there, if you don't actually want to watch what you're creating, then you might not, you know, maybe other people don't want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a good benchmark. It's like, hey, I really want to watch this. Therefore, I want to make it better every time. Right. Yeah. Well, well said. And so what's really cool about what you're doing, Brian, and as a foreigner here in Taiwan, so thank you for for sharing your content in English. You're putting a lot of your content in English to help share the information to the world about Taiwan. And right. so your talent is you can talk to the chefs or the owners of the restaurants in Chinese if you need to, but then you can share their story in English for everyone yeah. ab- abroad. Is that right? Yeah, that's... Well, w- when I created this account back in 2018, I didn't expect where I'm today. But then I start taking it seriously in 2019, 20-ish. Then I went to restaurants or xiaosidian, um, small mom and pop shops. Um, then I take on my phone. I put into interview mode and I and and my recording mode. And I record them. I I ask them a whole bunch of questions. Then I'm like, holy! They the answers that they're providing are not anywhere and you cannot find them anywhere on Google mm. about this particular Shaozi or what their stories are mm. in English then I then something came to my head I'm like oh I can I can feel that void I can feel that space ha. then <laughs> and I realized then as more followers because my first initial batch of followers are they don't live in Taiwan are a whole bunch of visitors around the world then I'm like oh I have a responsibility I need to 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 produce more uh, uh, English stories about these particular places that I go to. Mm, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and you, you've become an, an ambassador really for Taiwan now. You know, and it, it's so cool. And you have a very special person that follows you on your your Instagram page. Is that right? Yeah. Or two in particular. One is I can I still can't believe it. Um, is Gordon Ramsay himself? Oh wow, Gordon Ramsay. And Christina Christina Wilson, who is Hell's Kitchen's season ten winner. That's right. She is basically she's in charge of all Gordon Ramsay's U.S. properties restaurant entire group. Wow. Gordon Ramsay group. Congratulations. And she followed my account a week apart, so I, I knew something about my account is special because I don't. It's there's a huge foodie in the world 
that follow my account. Yeah. So you cannot just do whatever you want. You have to represent Taiwan well. Yeah, you're and you're doing it from from the storytelling aspect, which yeah. I, I just love, and I'm sure Gordon and Christina Wilson appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I hope I hope so. I, I, I imagine, and it, I I love to just think that maybe you know Gordon was like. Hey, this this account in Taiwan, you got to check it out, you know. And told her a week right. later. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, love I it. don't know what happened, but they did. They both did follow, and they still follow me today. I just checked it. <laughs> I had to check. I love it. Awesome, Brian. Well, I wish you continued success. Thank right. you for for doing what you're doing and and sharing your love of food, your love of Taiwanese food and international food here in Taiwan yeah. to the world. So thank you, thank you for that. Thank you. 来宾对于二零二三年的展望，就是希望可以多放一些 reels 的影片，因为他知道现在的趋势就是以短影片为主。像他今年想要做一个系列，就是 chef's profile， 也就是主厨的档案。那刚 Brian 有提到，因为他通常会是第一位观众，所以当他在看他的影片时，他希望会达到他的期望或是标准 up to par。所以给所有内容创作者的建议就是，如果连你自己都不会想要看的话，那别人也一定不会想要看哦。那刚刚 John 有提到 ，Brian 的内容其实都是英文的，所以他的优势就是在于，如果需要用中文沟通时，他也是可以的，然后再将这些东西翻译成英文给外国人看。其实他在2018年的时候创这个账号时，并没有认真的经营，他是到2019 2020左右，他才从小吃店、餐厅开始。那他当时其实只用手机录影，然后就访问起老板。那后来发现，其实这样的内容在 Google 上面是找不到的，尤其是英文版本。所以他觉得他可以去填补这个空白 void。那他的第一批粉丝也都不是台湾人，大多都是外国来的旅客。那像他当时觉得有自己有一个责任 responsibility， 产出更多这样的内容。其实他有点像是台湾的美食大使 ambassador。而且他的追踪者当中有两位很特别的人物，那就是知名的地狱厨房的 Gordon Ramsay 跟地狱厨房第十季的冠军 Christina Wilson。那 Christina Wilson 现在负责地狱厨房集团底下的所有营运。So, do you think we could shift gears a little bit too to the story of your English, your language learning, and how we can really tie that back to your food blog now? But when did your English journey begin? When I was six years old, I immigrated to Canada in Vancouver. I was a grade two, a second grader, and、uh, I was in a room with white kids. Like everyone was <laughs> were white, and I just like now, <laughs> and I was like, uh oh. I I I don't even know ABCs. I don't know anything. The only language I knew back then, when I was six years old, was Taiwanese. Not even not even、wow. Man, not even Zhongwen, not even Mandarin. Wow! So I was speaking. Taiyu, I was <laughs> I was speaking Taiyu with my teacher, my English white teacher, Miss. I don't remember her name. Her my 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 teacher was Miss Pasquale, Miss Pasquale, and then she looked at my face and said, "What are you talking about?" I was responding everything in in Taiwanese. And they, and you start picking up ABCs from left and right. All these classmates were talking, and you naturally pick up as because we're you go to Canada as a new immigrant. You're like a sponge, and you're gonna listen everything that comes out from everyone's mouth through their mouth, through radio, through television, cartoons. I I imitate all of them. I, 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 that's where my English picked up. Right, so you actually imitated them. Would you? You kind of try to parrot that we might call it. You parroted the English you were hearing, right? Right. It's like if you see a movie, it's like, come on now, would you come out, sing, you know, 
copycatting. Yeah, You're copycatting yeah, a whole bunch of movies. Super useful. Very, right. very useful. Right. I love that. Can you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Yeah. And, and so thinking then, Brian, too, did your passion of food, did that develop when you were in Canada? Uh, yes or would and you no. say you're well, a passion? You're passionate about I, food. I, I've always well, well, when because I went to Canada when I was six years old. I went to I lived in Vancouver twenty three years. I have not been back to Taiwan. Like I only went. I came back only twice in a twenty three year span. Oh, what? So really? I wow. didn't know anything about Taiwan wow. food. So when I first moved back in twenty thirteen, I was like. I don't feel like I was a Taiwanese. You were a foreigner. I feel like an expat. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. even know what it what it's what what kind of food offers in night markets. So I went to all the night markets in Taipei and Ta- New Taipei City, and I was like a complete foreigner. I'm like, what is that? I'm oh, I'll buy it. I don't know what it tastes like. I don't know. Buy it. Eat it. I went to all of them when I first moved back before I created my Instagram account. So uh, that's my connection with food. Wow, it's it's very interesting, and and now that's making me think. When you came back, did you have to retrain your Mandarin? In no, I learned Mandarin a while in Ca- in Canada. Okay, so was, you were still you were doing both like, like Saturday Chinese morning school. schools. Yeah, oh, I hate it. those mornings. Oh yeah, all my Taiwanese friends say the same. <laughs> they dre- it was always like <laughs> Friday night or Saturday morning. Saturday mornings, <laughs> eight eight thirty class start. I'm like, oh, why well, I have to grow- wake up at seven thirty in the morning? On a weekend, I'm like, uh, can I play video games? Instead? Oh man, <laughs> okay. So that that was very helpful, though. Looking back now, because when you came back to Taiwan, you didn't have to reacclimate yourself. To well, I do in a sense because there's a lot of uh, uh, you know phrases that Taiwanese right. like Maybe to say, slang, more slang like, kind of style. Yeah, right? less, lots of slang that I have to pick up more when I when I move back. But then Mandarin, I had to learn when I was a kid back in Canada. But I did not enjoy that process. Because I loved, uh, all my friends were basically English speakers back in Canada. Right. Yeah. So you were, so were you speaking Mandarin though at home with your family? Yeah. Okay. I didn't enjoy it though. Right. So you really you you connected more with English back in the day. Yeah. And now, how do you feel now? Now I feel like I'm Taiwanese now, mm-hmm. but I don't think about that because I was a kid right. back then or in my teenager years, uh, teenage years. But now I'm like I feel like I'm a Taiwanese, but I'm also Canadian. Mm-hmm. So I want, it's a, it's it's a good thing for you know combine the cultures together. You're Can- you're proud to be Canadian. You're proud to be Taiwanese at yeah. the same time. Yeah, and I love it. And now you can use English, Mandarin, and Taiwanese to share the stories of all the owners here. Right, because you know a lot of times, um, a lot of Shaoxian uh, owners, um, they might not not able to speak English, and most of the time. And if I'm able to talk to them in Chinese, Mandarin, and record them, and I can get the stories out of them, and just need to translate whatever they say mm-hmm. into English, mm-hmm. I feel like. I can do a lot of that using my platform. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Could you share maybe some of your favorite restaurants over the years? I think a lot of things that I, oh, restaurants. Or Shaozi You know, one of the things I really like is Oajian, which is oyster omelet. That's kind of like Tainan. Like, is that local to Tainan, like style? Uh. I don't know if where it's originated okay, from, okay. but I I went to all the Oajian place oyster omelet places you can think of in of all the night markets in Taipei and New Taipei City. I tried all of them, and I, one particular place I really enjoy is Jingmei Yezi. Okay. Um, there's like that oyster omelet uh, food stand that's over there, and lineup after lineup, and I just enjoy it. It's massive, and one of the cheapest in Taipei. 
I don't know how much they cost now because I've not been there for a year and a half, two years now since before COVID. Right. So two years, and I don't know how what's it, how much they charge now, but they have the best oyster omelets. Okay, you heard it here. You heard it here from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian. And I live next to Ningxia Yesu, which is famous for oyster omelets, because one of them um, has Michelin Michelin ties to it. And I I I love there too, but I I like Jimmy's better. It's better. It's bigger. It's just you know, price wise, cheaper than yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, it's it's very cool. So thinking actually about that, you're not as focused on brick and mortar shops. You're kind of more focused on on the mom and pop shop. I, I would like to do that more now. I did that when I first started, mm-hmm. and I kind of got away from it because of COVID came, mm-hmm. and you had to do more restaurants now. And and now that uh, we're back, to hopefully, in, to 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 normal times, yeah. uh, to some, we need some normalcy back before pre-COVID times. But um, I would like to feature everything. It's not, I don't want like tie myself to a mom and top mom and pop shops. I want to get myself into everything and maybe even um, um, fine dining restaurants too. I want to get into that space. Nice. Too. Yeah, the world is your oyster. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little pun for everyone there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oyster omelet. <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible joke, but I love puns. Brian, six years old, immigrated to Canada. Then, his school classmates were all Chinese, and he didn't even know the English alphabet. Then, his only language was Chinese. Yes, you didn't hear it wrong. He didn't even speak Chinese. Then, when he was talking to his teacher, he also used Chinese. Then, later, he learned English by learning English from the surroundings and slowly. 那因为他也会模仿电视、卡通等等的。刚刚 John 有提到的 parroted， 其实也是一种模仿的形容词。那因为 parrot 本来就是鹦鹉，那鹦鹉其实就是擅长模仿，所以会用这样子的方式去形容。他住在加拿大那段期间，其实只回来台湾两次，所以对他而言，台湾其实蛮陌生的。那他刚回来住的时候，他也觉得自己完全不像台湾人，反而比较像是外派的 expat。比如说夜市会卖什么，其实他也都不清楚。那因为他在加拿大的时候有上过中文学校，所以他也没有什么语言隔阂。但他清楚的记得，当时为了上早上八点半的课，他得七点半就起床，而且这是周六哦。但他觉得这的确对他现在在做的事情非常有帮助，因为像很多小吃店的老板可能只会说中文或是台语，那这时候他至少能够先访问他们，然后再翻译成英文。John 刚有提到，他要把 Brian put on the pedestal， 这个意思就是要让某人处于为难的处境。这是因为 John 接着就问 Brian 说，他觉得目前为止最好吃的小吃店或是餐厅是什么？那 Brian 刚刚有提到，他很喜欢吃欧阿珍，而且都吃过台北跟新北市夜市的欧阿珍。那他认为最好吃的其实是在景美夜市，因为其实平常那边也会有蛮多人排队的。那除了好吃之外，其实也非常大盘，而且又便宜。那刚刚 John 有提到 ，The World Is Your Oyster 是一个非常有名的说法，也来自莎士比亚的剧作。意思就是你可以随心所欲的获得成功哦。那我们继续来听接下来的专访吧。A question, though, I love to end with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Brian, would there be any advice you give yourself about food, language, Instagram, anything? I think when if I could give myself a huge advice is you know don't corner yourself into um little office. And just you know, open. <laughs> Are you attacking? Open, no, 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 no. I'm just saying that you need to open up your uh your everything. You know, you learn everything. Learn more about marketing. Learn more about editing tricks or video shooting techniques and things like that. Um, you don't waste time on 
non-important stuff put invest yourself into all these kind of um, technologies and you know prepare for something great in the future for example um like in 2019 of june i accidentally watched a youtube video that teaches you about uh, um how to increase instagram uh, by the way, YouTube is your best friend. They have all the secrets you can think. You want to learn so anything in the world? Go to YouTube. They have everything. Facts. And 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 something that caught my eye was that Instagram uh, account. Oh, sorry, YouTube account. Her her name is Vanessa Law on on YouTube, and I watched it. I spent a month of time watching all her Instagram secrets for a month, like twenty five clips about Instagram secrets. And I applied them onto my page. And since then, my page has grew because of her, I believe. Mm. I love that, man. Uh, you know, expanding your knowledge, not just your storytelling uh, techniques, right? You're, right? You learn how to use the platforms better. And I think so cool. So shout out right. to, to learning anything on YouTube. Maybe you're watching us on YouTube learning right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Brian 会给年轻自己的建议就是不要局限自己，而且要多学习、多投资。而且 YouTube 真的是一个非常好用的工具，因为任何你想要学的东西都可以在上面找到。那 Brian 当时就是看到一个关于教你如何让 IG 成长的影片，那后来就花了一个月的时间把所有的影片都看完了。所以他认为他目前拥有的这一切都要归功于这个影片。那我们就谢谢今天的来宾 Brian。Well, it's a pleasure, my man. Where can people find more about you? Where can they find your Instagram channel, and where can they follow along? Uh, if you go to my Instagram page, you just type in tw dot food dot addict. That's my Instagram handle, and I'm turning into YouTube space now. And if you go type in Taiwan food addict on YouTube,、uh, you're gonna find my channel right there. Oh, nice! You started a YouTube channel yeah, too. Yes,、so、I am. Very cool. Oh, awesome! Will that be in English? Yes, it's all in oh, English. Oh, check you out. Okay.、Right. Thank you for having me. You're a cool, dude. I'm really yeah, happy you're, you're cooler, you're, dude. You're sharing. <laughs> we're cool together. You're、uh, you're sharing the stories in the in the spirit of someone we both admire and love, Anthony Bourdain, telling the story of the food. Yeah. So、uh, unfortunately, he he's not with us. I still shed my tears sometimes about him because he he left a legacy behind, and I wish like something like us content creators would able to take that legacy and prolong it as long as possible. Because Anthony Bourdain isn't just about traveling about around the world; he is like a story digger.、Mm. He digs to the core of every person that he can get in touch with,、mm -hmm. and he make them beautiful through her through his. Uh, documentaries,、mm. and that is one of the things that I love about him. Yeah, you're carrying on the legacy. I wish, I wish I can. <laughs> it's hard, but to be in that same level, it's hard because he's a chef himself. Right, but, that's true. But hey,、uh, 2024, you could be a chef. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll we'll stay 2023. We'll focus on building out the brand even more. Right. 2024, right. maybe. Well, you you never know what happens. Thank、All、you. right, Brian. Well, it's a pleasure, my man. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on the NG Ingwen Show. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you can find myself or the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian. And we'll talk to you next time. All right,、Thank、peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen Show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search Ng Ingwen, or you can search on IG 
N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-E-N-G-